There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the match preview show ahead of Nottingham Forest versus Liverpool Amsterdam. Delighted to be joined by John Reid and Sam Walker. Straight off the bat, recording this at 10.30am on Friday. We have not yet heard from Jürgen Klopp in his press conference. Injury updates, of which we are expecting, hopefully, loads of positive news. So yeah, we are we're a little bit blind, so just bear that in mind. There's something a little bit dated. Like, we don't know who is and isn't going to be available. And there's loads of them, Sam. Yeah. We've, we've just been speaking off air don't we and having mm. said that it's one of those games where it, it, it appears that our lads at least close to getting back we'll find out who is yeah. and isn't available it feels like they're going to the well one more time yeah. um, once more in the league and then obviously got the Europa League before City it's a massive game for us really we don't know who mm. we're going to have who we're not going to have but whoever is available it's just can you go one more can you give that one final mm. little bit of effort because Liverpool go to Forest needing three points yeah absolutely and you know you say going to the well actually we were quite fortunate because midweek a few of them didn't play any parts yeah. at all so I had to either rest or maybe had a little knock and couldn't make it but the likes of Robbo um, Diaz for instance didn't didn't play any part so which was great because a few of them are fully recovered and you know their lads won't all be the same but it is it's it, it's it feels like it's one one more big push because obviously the Europa League's two legs so you can always deal with the second leg when it comes yeah. before City but at the same time it's really important this game because you can't just go into a City game going oh we've got four or five lads back now go and play it's like they need to play games of football they need minutes in the legs they need successes to feed off into that game to get the energy up but the other side of that is we've got this group of players that at the moment feel like they can't do any wrong and the confidence is really high they've had, you know they've achieved the un- unachievable really by winning a cup final and the way they did and then going and delivering it again against a very good Southampton team so I think in terms of energy, morale, confidence, they'll be right where they need to be. I suppose as well, John, it has been a very a strange week, really emotional, like maybe what you call it about 10 days or so. You know, the Luton game comes, obviously, then we have the cup final, which in itself is crazy. Then they have a, a very positive night, albeit a very up and down night against Southampton. It has been a bit of a roller coaster for everybody involved, including the manager. You could tell the other day, like his head was a bit like, you know, frazzled. He was all over the place after the, the, the Southampton game where Liverpool relied on the, you know, the academy lads to get the job done. It it does feel like obviously there's going to be some of them involved in the squad. You would think it'd be a, it'd be a shock if there wasn't. But this is a different kettle of fish. You know, Forest away under Nuno is a different kettle of fish than Southampton at home in the cup or throwing lads on for five, ten minutes at the end of of a game or whatever. Or even the cup final, it's a different experience to play in against great players, but who've already got 90 minutes worth of running in the legs. Like, it is a different kettle of fish going away to Nottingham Forest, the team fighting for their lives. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's a completely different test, as you say, isn't it? It's like, you know, their, their ground's a bit of a bear pit. And that, that's where they're strongest, really. You know, they, they, they perform well. They don't always win, necessarily win the games at home, obviously, but like they perform well when they're at their, at their ground. So it's a different test. And if you are one of those kids, you know, I'd almost excuse, say, Harvey Elliott from that, because, you know, I think you'd probably class him as part of the senior squad, even though given his age. But, um, for some of the other lads, you know, like if, if you have sort of like a tough 10 minutes or if you haven't got that encouragement because, you know, you've had the game at Wembley, which felt like a home game, to be honest. <laughs> and then obviously the game at Anfield, um, you might struggle a bit. And it's it's striking that balance, isn't it, between having lads who are in good form or who are maybe, you know, feel like they've got the platform to sort of go on and, and give it again, but also not putting lads out there who maybe might freeze or, or you lose all that sort of good work, you know, if you like by sort of putting them out one game too much and stuff and then they struggle. So... It can be a difficult game, and I think the other thing to consider with Forrest as well, just purely on like a, the standpoint of some of the lads who might have available, is just the physicality of them. You know, they're not they're not the biggest team in the league, but they are a very physical mm-hmm. team in terms of you know they're very athletic and they've got a few big lads and stuff. So, you know, you might want to change personnel if if you can, just based on sort of you don't want an eighteen year old lad coming up against some of the people they've, they're going to put on the pitch. Absolutely. Let's let's talk about Forrest for a bit, Sam. Obviously, the, mm-hmm. the we we saw the other day they they got beaten. Pretty much extra time injury time by um by Man United in the cup before that they were lucky as well yeah, a dodgy yeah, goal yeah maybe absolutely they had, they had a decent win against West Ham um they, they to Arsenal right to the to the wire at home very recently as well mm. they had that loss against the uh, Aston Villa away but their their home form is what's kind of kept them just about above mm. water they're still facing this sanction as well and at all accounts if six points is going to be the new norm. You know, Forrest are only four points above the drop zone at the moment and Luton have got a game in hand on them. They are fighting for their lives. There's every mm. chance that they lose six points and they right that bang in a bit of a dogfight mm. as well. It's a, you know, going away from home to a team scrapping for their lives. Liverpool have found that actually quite difficult at times, even Luton mm. this season. It hasn't always been plain sailing. They, you know, they beat Burnley and they beat Sheffield United, but they weren't exactly, you know, Liverpool didn't batter either of them. It took very late goals to just to put the icing on the cake in those games. These are games that the Reds have found tough for a couple of years now, going away from home to teams who are really scrapping. Uh, yeah. are, you, are you expecting the same again? No, I suppose. I think the three o'clock kickoff plays a part. There's no sort of media showdown to it. Under the lights, it's going to be a game that just sort of goes on with the, you know, the, in the blackout, which is just, and I always think that suits us. We just, we just play the game. Everyone has to catch up with the results later, uh, unless you're watching from a foreign uh, country, obviously. Um, and I just think that it's weird because I, I don't, I think the players and manager pay so much little attention to those kind of things that, that, than we do. We sit here going, oh, we struggle against these teams. Just, I don't think they care. I think they just look at the next game and maybe or maybe they'll be planning a few games ahead. They're not looking back going, oh, we got beat by these last year. Klopp will know we didn't win the game and if anything, it'll do his head in a bit more, a bit like it did with Brentford. But I think the reality of it is they'll be looking at the game, the players, they'll have got through Southampton and be looking at this one on its own, independently. So I don't think we struggle against these teams. I think what we've not done is took our chances and we've been unlucky like away at Burnley. We should have been 2-3-0 up in that game but we got absolutely add off by the officials I think Luton was just a bad game Sheffield United again we wasted opportunity opportunity, and then they got back in the game before we got our goal but that's the same in a lot of games we've done that away in the likes of West Ham as well before we've gone 1-0 up and then we've ended up getting a late goal I think what does help us in this game is that Forest aren't that great a footballing team they play in busted flushes we're going to press them and we're probably going to take the ball off them a lot in their own half. So what they'll either do is go long and we've got two fantastically large, really good in the air centre-backs or we'll take the ball off them at their end and punish. Where have we been caught out with Forrest before? Set pieces. We've just got to manage that. And also, the, 
the counter attack is something that you probably have to worry about as well. They have got mm. pace on the break. Alanga, Gibbs, White, and one you maybe Divock have so much pace, but in terms of yeah. goal for for them, mm. it does feel like they have got they've got you know, they are struggling per se for goals, obviously, but the, you know, they're down there with the some of the lower scorers, John, but also they have put all of those players there are more than capable of scoring mm. a goal. You know, there are some teams you come up against. I thought this against Burnley, I was like, who's gonna score? Yeah. Sheffield United was like genuinely I, I can't see a world where one of them gets on the score sheet who's going to grab that goal for them with Nottingham Forest there are lads there against Tayo's a perfect example he scored recently as well um, he obviously gets the winner last time we played them mm-hmm. at their place they, they do feel like a team who've, who at least carry players who you think yeah he's got a goal in yeah it's it's still been about spot building and cohesion I think for them hasn't it it's like when you look at sort of you know like the, the goal scorers and stuff, it's all sorts of single figures. Like I don't know, I'm saying Chris Woods injured, but you know the, the ball scored is the point that that that's sort of from four they put out or or get goals in games. Um, so it's just if they can knit something together, and as you say, like the one that sort of the the, the two that sort of frighten me, and that I think is probably one year just in terms of his his physicality, but also a longer in terms of his pace because he, he's so yeah. quick on the break and he's he's really tidy with the ball on his feet. So in terms of just setting something up, or even if he just gets like a foul, and you know, he, he, you know they, yeah. they've made sort of 20, 30 yards. But um, it, it's if they can do it, it's like I think they've really, you know, obviously it sort of plays into the the sort of potential sanctions in terms of points and stuff. But that squad is just so uh, I don't even want to say it's bloated. It's just such a mishmash of like players you've signed and. There's lots of players in there who you think like I'm surprised he's playing there or you know mm. like, like Hudson Odoi and stuff like players well, Rigi. and Rigi. You know, players who've, who've had like sorts of big moments sort of in the careers and stuff but then when you sort of seeing them week out week in week out sorry the sort of five out of ten maybe mm-hmm. so it's they've got all those sort of like rough gems if you like that could sort of do something and like I'm potentially you know, could show up one week and sort of yeah. do be brilliant and then the next week just do nothing it's explained by this obviously the top scorers this we think Chris Wood's injured by all accounts he looks like he's not going to be back for this one he's got nine goals in all comps but then they've got Taiwo who's got six Alanga's got five Gibbs White's got four Hudson and has got four that's what I'm saying they're not mm. massive prolific goal scorers but they're all lads you think oh yeah he's got a goal in him and that's kind of that's kind of yeah. shown by that list really Chris Wood's the exception and you've got nine three of those came in one game yeah. against Newcastle it's worth saying the lads who the, the little bits of moments but like we saw last year the only that one against us a one year yeah. got, got that goal they beat us it, I, th- I think Liverpool should be should take heart on the fact that their centre-backs are playing so well Yeah, as that, that, that's probably the, 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 the difference here between last maybe this year and last season yeah. where you'd expect hopefully Van Dijk and Ibu Canate would be able to deal more with that with the, the pace and the power that Nottingham Forest posed yeah. because yeah, we we feel a little bit more equipped to deal with that than perhaps we did like twelve months ago. Absolutely, and it feels like you know across the back line and including the goalkeeper, um, we we feel strong at the moment. Obviously, Kelleher's in, in good form, which is great. Obviously, Allison's out at the moment, but the rest of them, Bar Trent, are all there. You know, contributing and all contributing well as well. Whoever's <laughs> playing, even Simicas played. What was it, ninety minutes the other day, and contributed to the game in the end. So, I feel like any it's. When you're in a situation like this, where you're struggling a bit and your squad's a bit a bit touched up, you want you, you want your defensive area, the pitch, to be solid because you can score a goal and, and win a game one nil. You know what I mean? You can get a scrappy own goal in a game and win one nil or whatever it may be. But I think if that's where your problems are, you've got big issues because as soon as you're under the cosh, that's when it all unfolds. But I find, and it's not just defensively, set pieces now. Van Dijk seems to be a real threat. And he's not just scoring goals. He scored two in a cup final that, in my opinion, should have stood one did. He scored against um, Luton and he should have scored another one against Luton. The goalkeeper makes a fantastic save. But he's a big threat. Canate is a big threat and we've got other lads in there. And I think, so at both ends of the pitch, we're going to be a problem for Forrest. I don't think their goalkeeper's up to much either, which helps. 
It's not very good. He makes a lot of mistakes. They had Turner in goal for the cup, but then they did sign Sells. Who's he? Well, they tried to sign Kelleher. Yeah, exactly. They were desperate for a goalkeeper. And you are right, goalkeeper. Nuno knows goalies. He used to be one. It has been a major issue for them. That is right, Sam. They got rid of Turner. They were desperate for anyone. They ended up going to get Sells, who's been, you know, he hasn't exactly lit the world alight either. You know, they went from Kalo Navas a year or so ago where they had a good goalie. This year, they have really struggled in that department. So you are right, Liverpool, a team who get whoever plays get plenty of shots off that that should give them some encouragement just, just, just one thing because I'm sure John's got loads of input on this as well but one of the things I think we're going to press them yeah. they're not going to want to play football they might try and bits and bobs but they're going to go long do you remember the cup final one of the things I thought Endo was unbelievable in the cup final and what he started to do really well is pick up the ball in the space right in front of the centre arse where the ball spills off ahead or it just doesn't quite reach the centre he picks up the ball he did against Brentford and we, and we got a goal okay. from it that's going to be really important in this game hopefully Endo's fit because that's what they are they are get the ball up high either beyond the, the centre backs and, and in between the full backs or get it up to a, a one year wood and work from them if Endo can occupy that space it takes a lot of what they can do away from us because that's how they'll get out is by going long and hopefully winning something absolutely They've got, they're going to it looks like they're going to be without Chris without Chris Wood he's got a thigh injury anyone else missing Tavares is probably out as well yeah. and then Bowley and Sinagre isn't that Chelsea's yeah. owner <laughs> is he playing footy now he's been trying at him as well Willie Bowley yeah he's, he, he's, he's potential he's probably just signed himself and then yeah. uh, Sangare is touch and go so they're, 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 yeah. they're, they're, they're thereabouts they're definitely without it looks like Tavares Nanya according to the Premier Injuries mm. Again, Nuno has not had his press conference yet either what's interesting from a Liverpool point of view John let's switch it over it is regardless of who plays what we have noticed with this Liverpool team at the moment the the shots that we get away and the attack it doesn't really matter who plays you don't it, it does feel like Liverpool are advent, you know the, the unit is working well in terms of creating chances whether they take them all the time who knows you know it took them a long time to take, to take them against their Chelsea for example against Luton they didn't at first and then they, they did turn it round it does feel like that's the key. Yeah, they've got a the pool have got a really good solid base and they are, they are whoever's playing up front and we don't know who it's gonna be yeah, they're getting loads of chances, whether it's a Diaz or a Gappa or an Elliot or you know, young Jaden Dans, whoever is on the pitch seems to be getting themselves in front of goal quite often, which is the positive really if you're looking at it, you know. It's it's the basics of footy, but it does feel like Forest, a team who are conceding a lot of goals are there for the taking if Liverpool can just be a little bit more clinical than perhaps they have been at times away from home yeah you've just got to hope whoever we do start up front uh, as that sort of thing because it's it's what we've lauded even though obviously he's injured it's what we've lauded Jota or I think this season in that in front of goal he's, he's just ice you know he's completely calm and knows where just does the basics if you like but that, that gives him goals um, for us I think it's like you know the midfield even though they're all different at the minute you know, in terms of like, you think of like an Elliot, like an Endo. Mm. Sam's right in the sense that w- what links all of them, I think, is that they, they all know that when they get on the ball, turn around and go forward. You know what I mean? And it, they do it in different ways. Obviously, Elliot runs with the ball, but it's um, they, they've all, I think, got that that sort of confidence now. I think in terms of like everybody's come to the boil at the same time, whether mm. it's McAllister, Endo, Elliot, whoever's playing, and then in terms of the lads who play in front of them it's, uh, in the attacking line, it's. I've just got to stay calm and, and they'll get the ball to me. I think we, we were guilty a little bit early in the season, maybe particularly people like Diaz of, of almost coming too deep to get the ball. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and, and unless we were playing on the break, if you like, it, it sort of falls to bits because there was no one to play into. Um, but, you know, the, the, the team, Forrest are a team that aren't necessarily, you know, the, 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 the good at breaking quickly, but they're not necessarily a team that's like 
as Sam says, like going to respond well to the break either. So if you can have someone there who can sort of get the ball out quick, you know, you haven't got a load of lads who are going to get back and make tackles. And mm. if you've suddenly got four or five lads around their area, something's going to happen, whether it's, you know, someone who's in the area, one-on-one with the goalie, or whether it's four or five of them, they make something out of it. Mm. So you've got to think with the sort of form everybody's been in over the last sort of two or three weeks that whatever combination he puts on the pitch, something will happen, I think. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I suppose... I usually start trying to name a Liverpool team here, Sam. It's going to be really mm. difficult because, again, in in lieu of injury news, just like you know, mm. we'll be doing a, a news reaction show after the press conference. Uh, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, for those listening, we'll do a bite-sized podcast as well. We'll recap mm. that a little bit more. So we don't have that information now, but what we can pretty much say is that Liverpool's spine is going to be Kelleher. You know for a fact it's going to be Van Dijk and Canard. I hope unless something mad's happened between them. They did half duty each the other day. They did half a shift each. <coughs> yeah. Alexis is going to play. Mm-hmm. And then Gakpo's probably going to play up front, even if Newton and Diaz on the left. We'll see. Yeah. Robbo was ill, but he'd be fine. You, you'd imagine that, and then it's, he's got. And then I imagine Conor Bradley. Yeah, I think uh, so as well. Obviously, Joe Gomez did DM the other day. We'll see how they are. We don't know where we're at with the rest of mm. them. It feels like there's enough there as a, as a starting base. Yeah. That we'll see where everyone else is at. I can't imagine, and we'll see again. Endo, Sobislai, Salah, Nunez. We don't really know where they are at all in terms of the, their levels, yeah. but it does feel like there's there's a base there that Liverpool can work off. There's just a strong centre through the team, yeah. and then the rest of it you can work around a yeah. little bit. Liverpool should be quite confident if it is. And again, we don't know, but even if it's McAllister DM, a, a spine of Kelleher, Van Dijk, Canate, uh, McAllister, Gakpo, Diaz, that feels like a good a good place to go from. Yeah, it is definitely. I think I think as well if if we've got like a relatively weaker side, let's say worst case scenario, none of the three lads are back or the, to start, and you've got no endo and no and no um and no obviously Gravenberch. 
then then we have to play play the game obviously in our positive way but we've got to be smarter like there was times against Southampton where we, we played the Liverpool way at home against Southampton I understand but we were exposed yeah. and I think you know they've got they had a lad on the left a bit like a Langer who was quick at low sense of gravity nipped inside finishing wasn't up to it but you could get punished there I think for me the team's easy to pick um, if if, if, if it's just as you were from the final bar Gravenberch even in the final it was only whether it was Gomez or Bradley starting really wasn't it I think I think I think Gomez might play DM if if, um, if everyone else is fit because then you can probably play Elliot and McAllister in the two eights and that way you've still got sorry you, you, if Endo's fit you, you actually then what would you do with Endo would you play Gomez DM and Endo in the eight I don't know That's, I, 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 I might, I'm I, just wondering because if, if with no Gravenberch you've got Elliot who, who can't be in two places at once? I think he would play. I think he would. He would trust Bobby Clark to start. Wow, I that's think a he big would. push there. But it's my question was on Gomez. Actually, I'll come to you with it, John. Is that there is a world where you know Connor Bradley's been excellent, and and no no one's a bad word to say about Connor Bradley. There is a chance he might go to Gomez at right back and just say, you know, if their pace is, if their their threat is going to come from out wide with pure pace, yeah. Do you want Joe Gomez, who is lightning fast, maybe to deal with that? Now Bradley's been brilliant. He's he's defended as well as everyone is, but that that is an option there. He's played a lot of games as well. He's made a lot of starts. There is a world perhaps where he might just go to Gomez and say, you know, go. You play right back. Robbo comes back in at left back, and we are a little bit more solid away from home than perhaps you could be. But that 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 isn't a knock on on Connor Bradley at all. I'd be absolutely fine with it. It's just that is an option the manager's got. Yeah. It, it is and it's it, I think it's a, a lot of this is obviously going to come down to as well what happens in the game and I think Sam sort of made the point off here before, just before we started about sort of the fixtures and like the role and sort of bank of players that you have I think a lot of this might be like what was what it was in the cup in the midweek and that you'll see players maybe get 60 and he'll bring other lads on so your endos of this world your Nunes might not start but they might come on for sort of 15-20 minutes depending on where the game is yeah. thinking ahead if you like slightly Um Gomez is the same. I mean, it, it's one of them. You can flip a coin and say he starts the game, and then sixty minutes in, he brings Bradley on. There's, or, made, there's a world where they both play because Bradley yeah. might end up right wing. Right like, wing yeah. We don't know. We don't know where we're at fitness wise here as well. But that was your thing. I was going to say there's a world where he ends up maybe right wing, or there's a world where he ends up sort of right midfield. Normally, yeah. maybe it's one of the eights. He's, play, he's played. He's played the midfield a bit for us as well. So he, he's got options, and I think it's going to be one of those things where the manager's going to name an eleven or sort of around the spine that you've just named. Mm. And there's I've got to be. There's going to be a lot of lads coming in and out I think for sort of 60 minutes here and there or, or maybe sort of 50 minutes here and there and then other lads who are coming back to fitness if you like thinking ahead to the game sort of you know coming up and then obviously the game against City Absolutely and we'll, we'll like I say it's it's difficult in the absence of news Sam but it does feel like yeah, you know when you have an injury run like Liverpool are on at the moment and it's it's not been great a lot of them are due back after the international break so that there's, mm. there's two more Premier League games between them one of them is absolutely massive against Manchester City but you've got to make the game against Manchester City massive by not, yeah. you know this just feels like when you've got to just get through it might be an absolute dog of a game that you just don't even worry about down the line yeah, yeah. I remember in the title winning season I think it was when we beat Sheffield United 1-0 and the goalie threw it in that's fine it, it, that's what this has yeah, got to be agreed. because Forrest what they have shown at home is a willing they, they can keep games close Yeah, they haven't always come out on top but you know they pushed, they pushed Arsenal quite close they've done a couple of times they pushed United close the other day right to the wire mm-hmm. it does feel like this one of those games that you know you talk about mentality monsters and Stuff. There's this. That's the 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 real positive I've got going into this one is yeah. that when the, this Liverpool side have shown they can get themselves in a dog fight and they, they can get themselves out of dog fight just about on the other mm. end of it. Where again, I, I keep referencing back to how an anomaly of last season was. Absolutely. That was never the case. This feel it, it does feel like this side are 
they're up for that challenge and they're more yeah. than willing to fight for it if they have to and it feels yeah. like they might have to I think and it's, it's going to come down to two things and this is where we fell off last year when we weren't confident and I was a little bit concerned about Gap on midweek because I thought his finishing was really worrying yeah is that it's going to come down to if we end up with look if we end up with Endo Starter and McAllister and the three big boys on the bench maybe even one of them starts because they've been just kept back this week fantastic we know we've got it with football confidence but if we're not it's going to come down to this making silly mistakes at the back we're giving them a goal and you think oh my god you've just played a back pass to them a bit like you know or we missed three sitters in the first half an hour then we get beat 1-0 like, it's got to be one of those games for me especially if we're weak where the moments that we're in we manage in oh, the right way Van Dijk and Canate are solid and we take advantage of those opportunities because Van Dijk missed two sitters against these last year one on the floor as well yeah. I think Carvalho tried to do something daft when he was one on one and we end up just in a position where we were just on the floor yeah, absolutely. We end up. It was a very mixed team. Wasn't yeah, it? it was bizarre. Yeah, it was Liverpool Ingy again. It's Liverpool yeah, okay. again as well. But it, it, it is. Um, it is going to be a tough game. Looking, at, let's have a little look at the league table before we look at the figures. And obviously, mm. we know at the top end, Liverpool currently are top of the league on sixty points. They are one point ahead of Manchester City and two points above of Arsenal. Where we're up to now, of course, the whole game in hand thing doesn't really count. Yeah, it's only a, it's only really Tottenham in the top five who have got one, and they're not in a title race at this moment in time. Spurs, um, it, it, it's very much a three-horse race at this moment. Um, down to the bottom, where of course, which does include Nottingham Forest, our rivals mm. in this game. They are seventeenth on twenty-four points, like I mentioned. Luton are on twenty points, but they do have they do have that game in hand against Bournemouth, which is one that they might fancy getting something out of. Of, of course, Everton have had their points back, which now sees them in fifteen. Everton have got to play Forest and Luton still haven't. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot to go down there, but also there's a very good chance Everton and Forest lose more points at some yeah, point yeah, in the future. So, yeah. so they are really scrapping for this one. It's a massive game for them. Um, mm. In terms of, before we speak about the, the score predictions and stuff, guys, just have a little look around mm. the league in the context of the table. I suppose starting at the top, both... Uh, Manchester Manchester City play Manchester United on Sunday on TV Arsenal go to Sheffield United on Monday um, given the form City look like they're in and how bad Man United look like they might be I'm not expecting too much Sam mm. and I'm not really expecting too much from Sheffield United maybe they can <laughs> maybe Chrissy Wazza can do something magical as <laughs> it stands <laughs> yeah, as it stands Sheffield United are on course to concede more goals than anybody in the no, yeah. like they're, 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 they're having a really tough time for Sheffield United mm. It does feel like their games that I imagine both of those are going to win. Oh yeah, I mean, look, and it can happen in those wild games with the bottom. Like we found it sometimes. You just like in a, in a crazy game, sixty minutes in, where you're losing one nil in the wind and rain. But I would expect Arsenal to come through that, and I think it's important that we win on the weekend because I think Arsenal's next game at least is 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 quite easy for them and then they play Brentford at home which is a winnable game even though Brentford are a threat with Tony back now but I would imagine that they'd look to be winning that game as well so I think the next couple of games for Arsenal are actually games where they'll look to come through so we want to make sure we stay above them over the next couple of weeks but it's interesting with the City United game because if United lose that game looking at the, the fixtures that Villa and Spurs have got it could be curtains for them in terms of their sort of re- big push yeah. for and what I would say about City is, is they've looked they've looked like you can get at them you know even Luton at 1-0 down and uh, we're we're creating loads of chances. If if United have a game where you know the ball sticks to you know well, Rashford, 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 been, Rashford been out uh, in the press and he again this week mm, doing the yeah. So maybe he's got a bit of a point. It's at City, yeah. so I, I would just expect them to just have another another gear. Well, the, we saw the other day. Um, De Bruyne and Haaland got themselves yeah. a, a good run out. You know what I mean? Like they got a good, got a good run in the legs. John didn't. I'd be surprised if De Bruyne starts actually. Maybe he doesn't. I mean, Haaland, the fact that they've got him. Yeah. I mean, 
I know Eric Ten Hag took umbrage of Jamie Carragher's comments about them against Fulham, but he was right. Mm. It's very easy to play against Man United. I know Josh Williams, friend of the show, had been making this point recently, uh, John, that Man United like 100 shots conceded or something like that. Like, it's, it's more than 20 shots every 20 game. 20 shots a game or something's that, crazy. Yeah. And, and here comes Ellen Haaland. There are very few times I ever want Manchester United Football Club to do well. This weekend's one of them. And I've got no hope for them. And I also don't hold much hope of Arsenal losing at Sheffield or dropping points because Arsenal are mm. a machine at the moment. It, it kind of goes back before Liverpool need to win because mm. it feels like this is one of those weekends where you just need to hold serve and we'll go, we'll yeah. we'll look ahead to next weekend when Manchester City come to town. Arsenal get Brentford before then they then they play City soon as well. Mm. They, they were meant to play Chelsea. Obviously that's been postponed with the FA Cup. But mm. it, 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 this one where you almost got to hold serve, hope something happens. You don't really expect it, and then then the big push comes. Yeah, you, you've got to sort of just just go under the radar a bit. I think I think. The city, it's the Arsenal game. I think as Sam says, like I can't see anyone in Arsenal picking up three points. But, but the City United game for me is always interesting because United, even though they've been terrible, what's what feels like you know the last five six years, they always seem to do well in derbies. And I don't know why, even when they were awful, in you know, like under Mourinho, under under Solskjaer, they've always gone to City and or vice versa and seem to do well. So that's one game I, I had an eye on where it was a bit like this is either going to be it's 5-0 City and is it curtains for Ten Hag and it's, that's the big story yeah. um, or somehow United pull out a 1-0 and it's a bit like oh, hell. you know what I mean but the thing I'm taking from all of it regardless is is that's going to be the story of the weekend and mm. therefore we need to do go and do our business and just, just as you say fly under the radar and then make, make it about those guys if you like and have the spotlight on them and let us just sort of keep going so, and that's the, that's the advantage of going first really Sam is that you mm. know you, you, you just you hold save you win you get yourself the three points mm. and then you say to them the, the best you can do is just matches, it's matches you, yeah. and that's kind of the the advantage of going first. And it, it isn't an early kick off at three o'clock. Mm. You are right; it's a, it does feel a little bit different for Liverpool in this in this regard. I remember that the Forest game last year; it was the early kick off. I was in it was after twelve. Yeah. I was in Florida. I got like six a.m. to watch it, and I, I, it was it was it was just a, it was a strange circumstance. It does mm. feel like who knows? Listen, it's a derby. It is a derby, yeah. and and you, since you don't look, the, yeah. The, 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 this week was actually a bit of an anomaly, wasn't it? Mm. Like Luton took them on, to be fair, and, and they got caught. But mm. it was it Jill Scott, is it Jill Scott? She said on here, stick to football. Could be eight nil this. And you know she was half tongue in cheek winding Roy Keane up, but and Guy Neville, but you know what? Like she's half right. Like if City go early in that game, Man United it could be. If Man United haven't learned the lessons of that, the, the space between the, the two lines. They could whoop them. Well, the, that's that that is where De Bruyne or Silva or Foden just feed in that space yeah. and then they, all they've got to do is play it into Erlen Haaland we know what's going to happen there you are right oh, but it is a derby and who knows and then on, on Sheffield very quickly John mm. it's almost last chance to loom for them mm. like if, if you're looking at if, if you know I'm sitting here making a case for how Sheffield United somehow do something against Arsenal which is very very difficult to do Arsenal are the most informed team in the country mm. and Sheffield United very much aren't it is almost like it's now or never we're, we're pretty much gone Everything have got their points back as well. It, 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 if you're if you're Chris Wilder, it's it's almost like it's now or never because they have been dreadful. Sheffield United. They're the team I think in the in the league at the minute the most, and Burnley fans might not thank me for this, but I think they're the team in the league at the minute the most who who need something. Because I feel like with Burnley, I think there's sort of the acceptance of we've been terrible all year, we're going down, but the manager's not really under threat, and mm. we're going to keep the nucleus of this squad <laughs> yeah. in the championship that did so well. Um, and if you're looking at Luton. They haven't really got any sort of standout players, if you like, but but just that cohesion, if you like, in terms of team spirit, and they're a bit like, well, we might make it, you know, given the teams above us, we might not, but if we don't, we sort of yeah, take that yeah, with us, kind yeah. of thing, and we and we you know we take the experience. 
with them, it's a bit like you look at them and just think they could go down, as you say, sort of records, goals conceded, but also then what do you do next season? Like, how, how do you put that back together in the championship and go, we're gonna we're gonna come straight back and kind of thing? And it, it's really hard and it, to be sure to there in February. You know, it was going into March now. We're in March, but um, it, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's trying to put all up and knowing you've got another sort of ten games or whatever left of the season where you've got to sort of show up and you know yeah. somehow sell something to the team is just really hard. I think the only way you do it, Sam, is, is lower of averages. Even the worst teams in the league have that one result. Yeah. The year where and that that Sheffield haven't had that yet because they've mm. been rubbish. They've won three games all season. They've conceded sixty six goals already. They almost uh, did have Villa. Yeah, and they just last minute that yeah. guy got equalised. Exactly, they? they haven't quite had that one where they, you know, like they're on my, their goal difference is minus forty four. Like, <laughs> it, 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 this isn't the time where we should expect anything. No. Other than the fact that it's like, well, maybe it's just, just due. I don't know. Do you know what the only thing is with Arsenal? Is, and this is why I don't think Arsenal win the league this year, and I think they might win the Champions League because of this. When Arsenal are playing well, they're absolutely brilliant. They're fantastic to watch. They're on point. It's a bit like Tottenham. They're brilliant. They score goals. But when they're not playing well, they don't win games 1-0. Like even when they beat Luton, they played really well in that game. Luton just had a moment and then it was 1-0 and so on, and 2-0, well, whatever. But Arsenal need to play well to win. They haven't got the squad. Saka, when he's poor, doesn't just score like Salah does. Like we were hammering Salah in the derby and scored two goals. They just don't do that. So if Arsenal turn up have an off day or get a man sent off, they'll lose that <laughs> game or they'll draw that game. If they turn on play well, they'll blitz them. For, it'll be high high goals again. Yeah. But this is what I mean. I, I would say they're similar to Newcastle. When Newcastle are on it, they're very hard to beat. But when they're not playing well, they can't just win a game. And, and I think Arsenal are just the, the best version of that at the moment and they're playing really well. I fully expect Arsenal to win that game. But there is that like thing with them is where you're, you're half expecting them to wobble still. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Like I say, Liverpool need to get the job done, get a sixty-three points, and then whatever, whatever, yeah. anything else is an absolute bonus. Stay top of the league, go on into that City game because obviously that's the one where everyone's looking at that big game next week, and we'll see where they're at. Do you think they're going to win at the weekend, John? I think we should. I think it'll be one of those games where it's a bit like we might also come through it on one wheel, and it's a bit of a, a two-one nail, like nail biter, maybe a three-two kind of thing. But uh, I do think we win, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking 2 0, 3 1. I think, I actually think I'm, I'm confident about the lads coming back into the squad. If they don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Salah running around doing adverts and that, but you know, but no, I, I'm confident they're back in the squad this week and we've got the plan was always to get them there from what I'm told. So I'm hoping that um, they make an impact and we win the game 2 0, 3 1. The Jaden Dan show. I go three one. I'm yeah. fine with the Jaden Dan show. It's gonna be the Jaden yeah. Dan show. Imagine he scores again. After, well, what a week that kid's had. Yeah, you know, like, ride, <laughs> ride that wave, some ride that wave. I, I think we'll win, and I think it might be a, a two 0 job done. Yeah, to get out of there, save your legs, hope for the best, and then we'll get we'll crack first. Maybe whatever happens, and then all eyes on the weekend. Right, Sam. Thanks very much. Thanks very much to you, John, as well. Like I say, Jürgen's press conference is at 12.30 UK time. We'll react to that with a news update show straight after it and, of course, a bite-sized podcast. So, yeah, we'll have more on the likes of Salah and Endo and Nunes and the 55 other million players that currently don't play football for Liverpool that hopefully will soon be playing footy for Liverpool. Do come and join us for the watch-along for the game as well. The kickoff is 3pm UK time, like I say. So, we'll be live at quarter to two with the uncensored match build up we'll react to the team news where hopefully some of those lads are in it and then a quarter three we'll be live with the watch along as well that is over on the YouTube channel so thanks very much for watching thanks for listening have a great weekend and hopefully the Reds enjoy a successful trip down to Nottingham see you soon small details are big surfaces 
Tight corners or odd shapes? Flat, rounded, textured, or tall? Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.